Hi, this is Becky McRae. I'm here with Deb Brown. We're part of SaveYour.Town. And what we are doing today is sharing five great rural business stories that we think that you would want to know about and offering our commentary. I don't know about you, Deb, but it is winter here again in Oklahoma. How's it up there? It's cold again. Go figure. But you know what? It's March. So who cares? It's all good. So Let's just drop right into our stories and get started. The first one is from the Rural Blog. This is one of my favorite resources for small town newspapers. Um, they collect rural stories from all over. And this particular story is dealing with consolidations of levels of government, which I think as we go through, um, a lot of states are having fiscal problems right now. I suspect we'll hear a lot more about consolidation at levels of government. And so this pro article goes through some of the challenges that are part of that, um, some of the issues, some of the things that get in the way, such as history, politics, pride, those sort of things, as well as some more practical matters. And they're reporting on a report that came out from Northern Illinois University. So I just think that this is an important one to read because it's in, uh, I know some levels of government that have been compressed, um, Norfolk County in Ontario, serves as a single tier municipality. All of the municipal governments for the individual communities in the county went away and were replaced with a single county government. That's not an easy thing to do. So I thought this report might be helpful for some folks that were facing similar issues. This one hurt my head a lot. Um, it's Illinois, first of all, and their, their government's a little bit different um, politically than Iowa. Um, this one hurt my head. Okay, that's a good enough. Yeah, it, it, but you know, we are starting to think more regionally, not so much government wise, but uh, community wise, we are. So it's good to read about it to see where people are going. Um, and government people think a little bit different. So at least it's a start. It's good for people to start reading about it because I think eventually we will start to see more mergers happening. And this one hurt my head. Okay, I think this one hurt her head. All right, so let's look at our next story. This is one that Deb picked for us this week, which is the 11 retail chains that are closing the most stores in the U.S. And Deb, tell us why you picked this story and all about it. Well, you know, I think it's really good news for small town specialty shops because they are bigger chains that are seeing some uh, fierce competition from online shopping. Because you know what? Those big chains, it's the same thing. Like you drive down the, the, the big shopping malls and it's just the same thing over and over and over again. They're, they're not doing anything different. And we are in small towns. Um, our shops are different and, and we've had to be, we know what it's like to be competitive and to provide customer service and to provide reasons for walking into the store. So for me, this was a, a bit of fresh air and good news. And the one thing that I would say is we need to be more cognizant about how to keep up with online shopping and what are our small businesses doing to provide that uh, competitiveness to provide some online shopping as well. My friend Rob Hatch just told me the story of he had a pan, a cooking pan that the surface of it had gone bad. He didn't like it. He took it into his local kitchenware store, which is a locally owned shop and said, okay, look, this is not working anymore. Do you think the manufacturer will do anything for me? The guy says, no, the manufacturer won't do anything, but I would like to take that pan off your hands and gave him a big credit towards his next purchase. And Rob was very happy with this. He said, you know, I usually pay like a 15% premium, 10 to 15% premium for products from that store. 
And I'm happy to do it because of situations like this. The other thing I want to say about this story is this is part of a long-term trend. We've been seeing articles on this since at least 2013 and even before talking about this massive change that's going on in big box retailers. There is a big, a big problem for big box retail and there it, it's very important for small retail to keep an eye on this and to understand what's driving it and to be able to provide the kind of personal connection and service that's going to be the advantage over online shopping. It's a very important trend to keep an eye on. I agree. Okay, number three, this is a link that I picked up from, I don't remember where, but it's the seven day makeover. This is another one of those Australian projects that's going on that's very interesting. And that says, we help ordinary people work together to deliver extraordinary places in just seven days without endless talk and using only the available resources. Do you not want your town to have a seven day makeover now? This is really great. So you can read about the approach that they're using and it's at sevenday.com.au. And of course, all the links of course will be in our show notes, but what did you think, Deb? Are you dying for a seven day makeover? I printed out a copy of it. That's how much I like it. And I'm going to make some copies to give to our city council members because they've been talking about exactly that. What can we do locally, quickly, that everybody can get involved with? I love it. I think we're going to, we've got a team that's working together to combine art and community. And this is perfect for them. There, And we have a meeting next Tuesday. So guess what I'm bringing to that as well. Um, yes, it's practical, it's easy to get started, and I think it can kick off a whole lot of fun things in our community. And I'm going to recommend it to a lot of other communities as well. Yep, I think it's a good go. Okay, next up, we're going to the Harvard Business Review. We're going we're gonna to class things up a little bit here. The Harvard Business Review, and it is a mental trick to help with challenging conversations. Now, I'm sure that your small town doesn't have any challenging conversations. You don't face any opposition or any people at the coffee shop or anybody that ever says anything negative anywhere ever in your town any of you that are listening. I'm sure that that is completely true. But if you did, for example, if you knew someone that might be, um, the, the, the honest truth of it is every single small town has problems with not having support, with people who oppose everything that is brought up, with people who challenge everything that is brought up, with people that are challenging to deal with. And so this middle trick for dealing with challenging conversations actually is quite helpful. And, and so I encourage you to read this one and to think about the most challenging conversations you have with people who say, I don't think that will work because, because you can take that two ways and it, you'll, you'll, you'll understand it when you read the article. Deb, what do you think? Oh boy. You know, I had to read this two or three times because, you know, the first response is, oh my God, not again. Um, but you know, you have to remember don't take it personally because it's never about you. It's always about them. And don't shoot the messenger because, you know, even a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. So they have some really good suggestions, too, to try to hear the message and not, not shoot the messenger. So, yeah, I recommend reading it a couple of times. And it's you're right. Every community's got somebody that complains about something. Yes. And it's really hard not to let your feelings about the person cloud your judgment of what they just told you. They may have told you the most important thing you're going to hear today, but you're letting 
we all do this. This is human nature. And so spend some time with this article, read it through once or twice. See if you can't um, make a little change in how you deal with these challenging conversations, make them a little less challenging for you. Yep. Our last article for today is not actually an article, but a pointer to a resource. This is smallbusiness.com. And it is actually put uh, a site that my friend Rex Hammack uh, is the head of there. And it is full of wonderful resources. And it is very much updated. They're constantly producing new and interesting content. Um, I am the interest of full disclosure. I do occasionally have articles that are uh, from of mine that appear there. So I'm an occasional contributor there. I just think it's a really terrific resource for small businesses. So I encourage you to um, take a visit there and look at some of the latest articles, smallbusiness.com. Deb, what, did you take a look at it? I did. I haven't been there for a while and I was very pleased with the way that they've redone the site and they have it laid out really nicely. I spent probably three hours there last night, spent a whole lot of time there. Um, a couple of things I found that were really interesting. You've heard of pub crawls. Well, they suggested why not do a small business crawl? Or why not do an art crawl? Oh, that's fun. And then they did this whole section on Google. Did you know that you can upload 360 degree views of your business? So you take your little smartphone and they tell you how to do it to go in and do a 360 degree view of the inside of your business, not just the outside. There's so many different tip, tips and tricks and stuff that you can do to help promote your business that cost you nothing. And you can find it right here. So it's worth spending some time there, definitely. And I'll be back probably this weekend. And I'll be sharing some of those things on my blog as well. So very happy to be there. Thank you for that one. Okay, great. That's how cool yeah. it was. I would like to say that we did our first webinar, Deb and I did our first webinar together as SaveYour.Town uh, this week, and it was on eight innovative rural business models. It was really great. The next one coming up is going to be called Rural Job Creation Strategies. And so if you're interested in that, you need to stop by SaveYour.Town. Take a look at what's on offer. You'll find it in a banner at the top of the page there. And we hope that you'll join us again next weekend when we will come back with uh, five more stories. 10 minutes and everything you need to know about rural small business. Thanks for coming. See you next week. Happy Easter. We'll be there on Easter. <laughs> Bye now. Bye-bye.